the Tri-State's number one motorsports talk show. Today's program is brought to you in part by our marketing partners. Recognized by the Eastern Motorsports Press Association as one of the top racing shows in the Eastern United States, here's Rappin' on Racing. Hi, this is NASCAR driver Josh Berry, and you're listening to Rappin' on Racing. Good afternoon, and welcome once again to Rappin' on Racing, July 25, 2023. I'm Don Gamble. We have a really nice show for tonight. Our guests include Kyle Larson, Ed Lynch Jr., Tyler Harris, Brian Hutchko, Joe Maruka, John Fama, Brent Bickerstaff, and Skylar Berkey. Want to send out some congratulations to Logan Zarin for his win at Latrobe with his ULMS $5,000 payday. Good job with Zarin Racing. Mercer results in the sprints. A.J. Flick picked up the win. That's win number 10 for the season, and that was at four different racetracks. The limited modifieds was Jordan Ehrenberg. The 305 sprints, Jacob Gamola. The sport compacts was Andy Thompson. We have Victory Lane interviews at Lernerville. Eric uh, has a nice one with Michael Norris, and Brian Spade has one with Jeremy Wonderling and Blaze Myers. Howie Bayless was busy up at Jennerstown with interviews with Josh Dunmar, Scott Mitchell, and Nick Nemec. And then Tyler Harris rounds out the group from Pittsburgh with Stephen Sheltman, Brandon Burgoon, and Abby Gindelsberger. I hope you have a nice show. Sit back, relax, and enjoy it. This is the banker Bob Thought for this evening. The struggles that we are enduring today will be referred to as the good old days and we'll laugh about them tomorrow. The month of July at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway is shaping up to be a thrilling month of entertainment at Dirt's Monster Half Mile. On Saturday, July the 1st, Falcone's Moon Township Automotive presents the Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Series. The wingless daredevils fight one another to tame Dirt's Monster Half Mile. On Saturday, July the 8th, it's autograph night where everyone will get to meet the drivers and see the cars up close on the front stretch of the Speedway. Saturday, July 15th, it's the annual Herb Scott Memorial featuring the Rush Late Model Touring Series. One week later, on July 22nd, our TMT Transportation Action Event Divisions will be on display as the Rush Sportsman Modifieds join us for another visit. And the month rounds out on July 29th with the Rush Sprint Cars, headlining a TMT Transportation Action Event. Visit ppms.com today. Search PA Motor Speedway on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, home of Dirt's Monster Half Mile. Main Street Music and Sound is your full-service music store, featuring a huge beginner-to-boutique inventory. Main Street Music maintains a hometown approach to service with personal attention. Customers rely on Main Street Music and Sound for advanced product knowledge, expert in-house repairs, audio-video lighting installations, and years of hands-on experience. Main Street Music features lines that include Anderson, Guitar Works, Bogner, Fender, Gretsch, Yamaha, and more. Main Street Music and Sound is teamed with the highly respected musicians at Bentley and Remetto to provide professional music instruction for just about any instrument and 
at any skill level and at any age. Main Street Music and Sound is located at 327 Main Street, Irwin, Pennsylvania. Call 724-382-4633 or email info at MainStreetMusic.com. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Dave Oliveri. Joining us is tonight's winner of the Don Martin Memorial, Kyle Larson. Kyle, congratulations first off. Back-to-back, third Don Martin Memorial. I know this track is special to you, and it's in a new car this year, a new car after Eldora. Just, you know, some of your thoughts this evening. You, you know, bide your time for the first 18 laps, but it's a track that I, and I, I thought was a little bit slicker than you're, not, than you're normally used to. Yeah, it was slick, but uh, our car was good there in the features, so yeah, I just had to be a little bit patient um, and hope to catch traffic, and thankfully we did, and uh, we were able to sneak by Buddy. When you come to Lernerville, I know it's a, a couple of years ago we had an opportunity to talk. You had, you had missed out on one. Now you've won three. How special is this to, to come here to the outdoors, the Lernervilles, the Knoxvilles? Yeah, no, it's cool. It's a, you know, a great track, a great facility. Uh, a lot of history here, and um, we've always ran really well here. Um, so, yeah, I love I love being able to come here whenever I can. When you come back in September with the High Limit Series, you and Brad have put so much effort into that to bring back a good paying day in the middle of a week for local sprint car drivers. Yeah, no, a lot like tonight. Just uh, you know, we'll pay 50 grand to win. You know, a lot of the outlaw guys will probably be here that night. And, you know, I hope the crowd's even bigger. You know, it's a it's a great crowd tonight. Um, and yeah, hopefully the the tracks you know racy again as well. You know, we know from myself and Dom, we like to thank for what you do for grass races. We know Kyle Larson is the NASCAR driver, but this is stuff all that you know with your dad being here and having your family here it has to be so very special to you. Yeah, it is. I mean, anytime I can have the wife and kids here and my parents, everybody here, it's. Uh, Makes it fun and enjoyable, so um, yeah, glad to have everybody here, and you look forward to uh, the rest of the week hanging out with everybody. Congratulations on back-to-back, and best of luck the rest of the year, Kyle. Yeah, thank you. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. Number One Cochrane has created a new way, a faster way, an easier way to buy a car. Now you can complete as much of the process as you'd like online and spend less time in store. Or do it all online and get home delivery 
Expressway is way easy to use. Just shop our nearly 20 new car brands and thousands of pre-owned vehicles to find the model that's perfect for you. We're big on transparency, so you get our best possible price up front. We call it our clear-cut price, and it's independently validated by Kelly Blue Book right on your screen. Our experts are standing by to help you throughout the entire buying process. You can also stop at any time, save where you are, and come to the showroom to pick up where you left off. Don't love your new vehicle? Don't worry, we'll take it back, no questions asked. Best of all, Expressway is open 24-7. That means you can buy your way with Expressway right away. Number one, Cochrane. See it all at Cochrane.com. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Dave Oliveri. We're at Lernerville Speedway, and it's the All-Star Sprints Don Mart Memorial Race. And we're in the trailer, and we're talking to the winner of the 2002 Don Mart Memorial, Ed Lynch Jr. Ed, as you go you look back, it's 21 years. I'm sure when you pull into a track such as the Steen Ms. Lernerville on a race like this, the emotions and the memory have to flood back. Oh, absolutely. I think about it all the time. Uh, you can ask my wife, June, July, and August, I'm still racing in bed. <laughs> so it's, uh, uh, you know, you dream about it. I don't think you ever lose the adrenaline of it. And it used to be like this started off the month of money, you know. And Don Martin did a good job. And Ted Johnson did a good job with that, getting it started. And, uh, you know, when you're at your home track and, and you have... Uh, I think I have 112 wins here. You, you know, to make that mark against the best in the world, that was uh, that was <laughs> really something. You know, when you're racing against the Swindells and the Kinsers, but you know, when you go back and you look at it, it, for you, you could have won many track championships here. But like you said, the month of June, July, and August, a lot of times at Lynch Racing, they ventured out. You didn't stay here because at that point in time, those were the big money races. Now, the money out there with the High Limit Series and things like that that Cal has put together uh, is just you know phenomenal. But back then, you know. 25000 to win was just an absurd amount of money. Yeah, yeah. I think it was either thirty-five or 40000 when I won. It was the largest single single night uh, pay that payoff that uh, World of Outlaws had in, in all of their series. So it was pretty, you know, pretty impressive. And, uh, you know, not to take away from this one, 25000 is still good. And, uh, but the, like you said, it I think it catapulted a lot of um, guys that were local guys or local at their tracks. If it was Indiana or, or New Jersey, you know, or New York, they they still, uh, you know, they still wanted to do well and show their local fans that they're competitive. I wasn't there that evening, but race cars drivers are like they're like elephants. Certain things they just don't forget. So you know, when you pulled in that evening, Ed, mm-hmm. and you you know you took the car out for hot laps, did you have any inkling how good the car would have been? 
Well, that's the, that's the experience that you accumulate. I always, my dad and I always said, you race the racetrack, you don't race the competition. So we, you know, we would constantly work on is it surface like this? It was a hot weather. Was it cold weather? Was it rainy weather? Was it this or that? And uh, we would work on a lot of things like that and race the racetrack. You know, sometimes we miss it. Everybody say, well, you're slipping. No, no, we were trying something, you know. But with it being 25 minutes from home and we still work construction jobs, it it was our home track, not only because of distance, but because that's all we could do if we wanted to race. (laughs) Yeah, you went through the heat races, and I'm not sure where you finished in the heats. You you ever remember? I think... Did it put I you won in the it. draw? Yeah, I know I won the dash. Okay. I won the dash. And, that uh, was big. Put you on the Oh, pole, yeah. Man. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Mark Kinzer and Carl Kinzer, they were adjusting the car while we were out there getting inter- introductions. And uh, I said, uh, I don't know if that'll work. I remember it was a full moon night over turn two, and it sucked Mark right over to turn. <laughs> he came back up in like six. And I was gone. <laughs> I was running like a scared rabbit then. But then uh, Tim Schaefer was in the Roth car, the beef car, and uh, uh, he he knows the track real well too. And he and I were trading trading uh, you know slide jobs. And then uh, Joey Saldana and I we were trading slide jobs. And you know it's just. Uh, you know, it's knowing the racetrack helped out and big advantage. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and I think that night everybody was Ned Lynch Jr. fan, not just half the crowd. <laughs> well, it's always funny. Either you love it, you know, Ned Lynch either loved them or hated them back then because you were so dominant. But you know, let's just say, you know, I'm going to try to take you back with maybe five laps to go. Mm-hmm. As, as a racer, we start to hear everything. You know, you're even if you're hard of hearing that hearing becomes so acute that and a sprint car is probably a little bit different than like a late model but the feel and whatever and I'm sure as you were going and I don't know in the driver's seat with all that horsepower if you could herd the crowd <laughs> well at Knoxville you can hear the crowd on a back straightaway when you make a big big move but they have mufflers there we weren't running mufflers here but uh, no you do feel your senses are up and, and you feel you know, am I gripping here? Am I, this is the right spot to go? I think towards the end there, I moved to the bottom. Uh, it was always bike there. It was top dominant, and I moved to the bottom, come off a of two, and it, it worked uh, really well and stretched out. So, you know, I, you can feel that putting yourself back, putting your head back in the seat, as we say. And, uh, you know, when you have that Chevy sound, I call it, in, in your in your straightaway speed it's like shifting gears going on down and uh my engine was doing that the whole race and it was just it was uh it was a memorable moment i think i could have run another 50. <laughs> so, so, ed you see the white flag obviously the heart's got to be built you know, coming out of the chest it has to be if you, you'd be lying if you didn't you're a pretty cool cucumber so maybe not but to come through the, and then to make that lap Mm-hmm. And again, you like you said, you had some distance, and then come back down the back straightaway. How many laps did you turn at this speedway to come out of turn four and see the checkered flag? I, I from probably in all your races, this has to be, if not the the epitome of a win. Yes, it's uh, 
you know, when you win at a, at a track you, you haven't been at much, that's big and notable. But when you, uh, I've won 235 events. So <laughs> I didn't if you get it. back in your car, you might be in trouble. I well, might have to erase that. That's what the guy with the tattoos said. He said, uh, if you go, what are we going to do, plus one or what? I said, <laughs> no, I said, it's up to Cy now to do it. And I've enjoyed racing. And it was my decision to to uh, retire and do that. And, uh, you know, I really enjoyed it. And I met a lot of good people. And, uh, you know, it's just, uh, it's, people still come up to me and say, I was there. You know, I was this tall or I was that tall or whatever, you like know. Like a fisherman's story yeah, almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like. Listeners, if you're just joining us, we're talking to Ed Lynch Jr. And we're kind of reminiscing on, on his uh, Silver Cup win back in 2002. But Ed, as you got out of the car, you, you know, the victory lane was a little bit different then. The crowd was losing it. And just, you know, the, your family, your dad, your mom were there with you. Yep. The range of emotions just, yep. I mean, how to bring tears to your eyes. Uh, it was it was emotional, yes. It choked up a little bit, but, uh, you know, uh, it was it was a late night, too. And uh, I remember that. And then I also remember I kept that car and kept that engine for next year, right? So 2003, we got rained out both days. So then 2004, came back with the same engine, same car, kept it for that. And um, I qualified seventh fastest, I remember that, and I finished second in the race. My wing, my wing bracket broke. No one remembers Ed Lynch finishing second, That's correct? right. <laughs> Nobody remembers who finished second. That's right. Well, but, Ed, it's been a joy talking to you, and, and a bit, just to summarize some things, you've had, you've taken Cy under your wing, and, and Cy came into this sport with basically little or no background in the sprint cars and he's carried the Lynch tradition uh, he's still learning still growing he's still young yeah. uh, but you know he didn't get a chance to start this at 14 15 I think he's, he was like in his early 20s when he started it or late teens and he's progressed well and now he's in a McCandless ride tonight yep that, it, you know and that's true I didn't you know my dad was doing so well in modifieds and sprints and silver crown that I, I was mechanic in them, you know, so, um, you know, I didn't get started till I think 26 years old or something like that. And then, uh, uh, you know, Cy, he's 25 right now and, and uh, he's really a smooth racer and I'm really, really proud of him. You give him something comfortable and, and he'll make it happen. It's so interesting when I talk to you guys, it seems like you've been racing forever. When I talked to Brian Schwarzlander and then the Modifieds, he got a late start too. None of you guys, you know, if you might have started at uh, 18, 19, that 235 may be a little bit higher. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's true, but, uh, you know, we, we made our decision on where we would go and what we would do. We always went to Knoxville. Uh, we lived with the same family out there. Every year we went there, they opened their homes to us, and we were like, this is unbelievable. And then we got to know them. They were like family after that. Um, but, you know, it, it's... Uh Racing is a lot more expensive now, and I'm glad that the purses are up higher, and uh, you know, so that people can be around. If they keep keep them low, then there there's never 
people aren't going to laugh. So. Well, it's nice to be at Lernerville for years. You know, there were some issues with the purse. They've bumped it up this year. Again, like you said, the cost of everything is going up. Well, Ed, thank you for taking the time to, to share this memory. Uh, I'm sure Don back in North Carolina will enjoy the interview when I send it to him because we, you know, we miss Mr. Gamble up there. And I know he was a big part of that night because yes, I was, he was. He was yes. the man that interviewed you in Victory Lane. Yes, he was. He was. He was as excited, I think, as my whole family was. Yep. And uh, the fans there were for us. I think, uh, like we said, you know, it's it's a promotion of racing that you can't even fathom whenever a underdog wins a major race. Yes. Well, again, Ed, thank you for the time. Enjoy your race tonight. Best of luck. And there's usually Smokies on the on the PA system here. So, again, best of luck the rest of the year. Thank you. Thank you very much. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, Give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A. J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and J.W.C. J.W.C.A. are unaffiliated entities. The month of July at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway is shaping up to be a thrilling month of entertainment at Dirt's Monster Half Mile. On Saturday, July the 1st, Falcone's Moon Township Automotive presents the Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Series. The wingless daredevils fight one another to tame Dirt's Monster Half Mile. On Saturday, July the 8th, it's autograph night where everyone will get to meet the drivers and see the cars up close on the front stretch of the Speedway. Saturday, July 15th, it's the annual Herb Scott Memorial featuring the Rush Late Model Touring Series. One week later, on July 22nd, our TMT Transportation Action Event Divisions will be on display as the Rush Sportsman Modifieds join us for another visit. And the month rounds out on July 29th with the Rush Sprint Cars, headlining a TMT Transportation Action Event. Visit ppms.com today. Search PA Motor Speedway on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, home of Dirt's Monster Half Mile. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Tyler Harris. All right, listeners, joining us now is Tyler Harris from Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. Tyler, how are you? 
I'm doing well. We're covering from a very busy and successful night last night at Pittsburgh, but I'm thrilled to be talking to you to let our listeners know what all happened and, and talk to them about the details. So uh, I'm doing well. How are you, Don? Good. Let's start with Touch a Truck. I find that fascinating and a brilliant idea. Yeah, these local communities around our area are really adamant on having these events uh, multiple times a year, different townships. So we were at one last week, and then we're back at one again this week with uh, Brian Hutchko and Zoe Knight, one of our always safe flagging and traffic control young gun competitors. She hauled the car down to Cannonsburg for the North Strabane Township Touch a Truck from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the North uh, or North Strabane Park. And it was successful. I mean, in the three hours that we were there, I would say every bit of 500 kids came across the cars, and um, it was the talk of the show. Again, it's kind of a rinse and repeat story, but uh, all of the staff from the North Turbane, um Park came over and said, man, the, you guys are killing it with these kids. They absolutely love these cars, and uh, we gave away a lot of schedules. We got, gave away a lot of free stuff that they wanted to take home with them as a, as a keepsake, and and I tell you what, it was a lot of fun just to see all those faces on those kids um, just light up and smile. And uh, there's nothing really like it. It's, it's just the greatest way to interact with our fans and, and people who don't know anything about us, too. The magic word is kids. You know, Lynn Geisler made a statement many years ago. He said, how many parents would love to have a situation where the kids can't wait till the weekend to be with mom and dad? Yeah. Yeah, especially in today's day and age where it seems like that disconnect is uh, unfortunately beginning to grow a little bit more and more um, with, with the introduction of more modern technology and how it continues to advance rapidly. There's still that market, though, to make sure we keep those family vacations and those family outings uh, special. And if we can be a small part of that for a lot of our surrounding community members, then that's, that's even better. So that's what we're, what we're really shooting for in the long run. Okay, moving on to the track for the actual racing. Let's pick it up there. Yeah, it was another fun night of racing. We had our TMT Transportation Night at the Races. Uh, TMT Transportation is the presenting sponsor of all of our action event divisions at the Speedway, and they came out for their night at the races. They had, I believe, six or seven of their uh, big rig trucks there at the Speedway. They did the uh, American flag on the one of them during the National Anthem, and then they actually had a truck parade during the race, too, and everybody loved it. They have an impressive fleet of trucks there. I think they have over 50 but they brought a very small portion of them with us to put on display. Uh, the TMT transportation guys and gals were uh, having a blast. They really enjoyed themselves, and I'm so happy to hear that. But uh, the racing action itself, too, was uh, very, very supplemental to that. Uh, if not, it, it may have even been better, in my opinion, <laughs> but I'm biased. Uh, but uh, it was great. The uh, Rush Late Models, Rush Modifieds, the uh, Hobby Stocks, the Four Cylinders, and the Young Guns all competed. And um, it was a great night. The track was great. They sheep footed it on Friday, and it was a nice, smooth, slick racing surface and created a lot of great racing action through all, all of our five divisions of racing. I think it's, it's amazing, and the smartest thing that the new owner did was to keep the entire staff intact because otherwise you wouldn't have the smooth track and everything going just the way it's supposed to. Yeah, the drivers are happy, too, with everything. Um, you can see the, the improvements around the Speedway grounds, first and, first and foremost, on the fan side of things. They're out there replacing, replacing bleacher boards throughout the week. Even the day of, we're replacing some of the bleacher boards that we come across. Like, hey, you know, this one might be done, too, in case, you know, and, and they do it. It's not even a question. It's, it's, it's just done. If it needs done, it gets done. 
and uh, the dedication that they have toward the racing program, not just on race day itself, but throughout the week to prepare the grounds for the races is absolutely incredible. Um, a lot of the stuff that's been laying around the Spadeway grounds for several years have been replaced. There's a lot more open space around the place. Uh, that hillside that everybody knows and loves uh, across where the front stretch is, that's all cleared out now. It's down to bare ground, which probably hasn't happened since the probably 80s, 90s maybe. Uh, which is great to see, and you can just really start to see the Speedway get cleaned up and shape up in a very positive manner. And um, hats off to Blair and his crew, his guys from 2020 Landscaping. They just they just have no quitting them. They're just hardworking, and um, it just gives you that jolt of energy every Saturday night when you walk through the gates to try to try to keep up. To be honest, because that sometimes is what it takes. If you're just joining us, we're talking to Tyler Harris from Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. You mentioned 2020 landscaping, and some of the pictures I see, a lot of nice landscaping, flowers, and just some pretty things around the area. Yeah, I mean, the front gate area really shaped up really nicely, and uh, they did some mulching and stuff like that. And that's just a small sample of what that company is capable of doing. The pit road, I actually drove specifically up pit road to get to the racetrack uh, on saturday just to see the improvements for myself rather than through pictures and it's it's incredible that thing is almost like another highway it's another 2230 heading up to the pits which is which is awesome for our competitors that come there weekly but whenever the sprint car haulers start to come up for saturday september the 2nd for the fast on dirt 410 sprint car series as well as the 35th annual pittsburgher presented by Big River Steel coming up at the end of September, those haulers are going to be up to get be able, be able to get up there with no problems. And not only that, with avoiding any brush, but the thing's almost two lanes wide now in most areas. So there shouldn't be any traffic conflicts on that pit road either. It's, it's really shaping up up there. Stephen Shelpman continues his winning ways. Yes, yeah, that's a big win for him because in, in the Stephen W. Johnson Memorial Triple Crown that we just announced, uh, it was race number one of three for that series, and uh, it's, it's an important win because now it sets the tone for the next two races to come. Now that Steven has won, uh, not only does he pick up the $750 check for his efforts, uh, courtesy of Sam Johnson, Nugent Contracting, and John Gill Motorsports, uh, the rest of the field received a very nice supplemental payout as well for their efforts, but now Steven, uh, Steven Sheltman now has the opportunity to pick up two or possibly three or two bonuses rather uh the first one would be a double up bonus so if he's able to win another one of these remaining two races he'll pick up 250 dollars for his efforts however if he completes the trifecta if he wins all three races he will receive a 500 dollars bonus on top of the other winnings for his efforts so there's a lot of pressure on the four-time track champion right now but i don't think that guy's uh unfamiliar with pressure and i don't think he uh shrugs at it either because he's capable of winning those big races when they come up anytime another fellow that's uh familiar to victory lane brandon burgoon picking up the late model win two-time super late model track champion and he has three wins on the season now He's currently sitting second in points, and he's quickly closing in on the points lead as Cole Patrell currently has it. However, Cole Patrell, he's been consistent, and that's great. Consistency definitely pays off whenever you're running for a points championship, but eventually you've got to get that thing in victory lane. And uh, I think it's coming for him. It's just a matter of time. But, man, Brandon Burgoon, the Ken Turnick, Bob Benz owned entry, is just absolutely on fire. It's a rocket ship, literally and metaphorically, at this point. Um, he's having a blast. His son is having a blast watching his dad 
when he got up on the roof of the race car with a water bottle afterwards and sprayed everybody down with the water bottle. <laughs> it was really cute. And uh, he got to ask his dad the first question in victory lane again, which is, Dad, how did you win? And uh, it was absolutely beautiful. It's fun to see the youth getting involved in the sport uh, and continue to be involved. And it's cool to see a, a son look up to his father, not just as his father, but kind of also as a superhero as well. The one thing I really uh, like about Brandon Burgoon is he could literally walk to the track from his house. And that's got to be a bonus. Yeah, it's always good to be uh, close to the racetrack. And I can't imagine all those years where he wasn't racing, being so close to the racetrack and some of those Saturday nights not making his way over, <laughs> just hearing it from your, uh, from your front porch. Yeah, for sure. Hey, uh, Tyler and I are going to need to take a break, and we'll be back with more after these messages. Business owners, if your ad was here, our listeners could find out about your company. Speedway Productions has several advertising packages to fit your budget. Rappin' on Racing airs live at iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, RappinOnRacing.com, or Hulu Television. You can also listen on your computer, iPhone, or iPad. Don and his co-hosts present the good, the bad, and the ugly of local racing. The two-hour show features local track reports, special guests, driver interviews, and all of the national racing news. Check out the show and let us know if you are interested in becoming a marketing partner. For additional information, call 412-999-6625 or email rappinonracing at gmail.com. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Tyler Harris. All right, fans, we're back. We're talking to Tyler Harris from Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. Uh, the Rush Modifieds, Cole Holden picking up the win over Chelsea Kregich. Yeah, the Tyona Terror Cole Holden has definitely held up to that moniker over this course of the year. He's been winning everywhere he goes, whether it's Expo Raceway, uh, whether it's uh, Raceway 7, it doesn't matter. He just knows his way around a racetrack regardless of where he goes, especially those bigger racetracks, and especially picked up at, uh, at Pittsburgh there. Three consecutive wins now. That's his third straight win. So uh, the next time that the Rush Modifieds come to Pittsburgh, he will be forced to start last. Um, you know, obviously the car counts haven't been exactly where we would have liked them to be. They got 14 the night before at Larnerville, three the, the next night at Pittsburgh. You know, and we're working with the Rush Modified Series to, and Vicky and Mike to see what we can do to help um, create that interest again down at Pittsburgh. And um, but nonetheless, the cars that are coming—I mean, Chelsea Craigish was the 2021 Track Champion. Uh, Jacob Jordan wasn't able to attend on Saturday. He's the 2022 track champion, and I think Cole Holden may have just kind of put the stake in the ground to claim the 2023 championship. He's just been so good, and uh, it kind of creates that interest of who's going to be the one to top them on Saturday night when they show up. Kyle Janis had a chance to carry the flag in the four cylinders. Yeah, that was his fourth consecutive win. So he had won three in a row prior to coming into Saturday night. He was forced to start last, and he was able to work up through the field and claim a fourth straight victory. So um, that Sport Compact Shootout, the second annual running of that event, is presented by Hollister Hauling, and that's coming up quickly on September the 16th. Uh, last year, that event had over 30 cars check in to do battle, and I would say he's definitely, Kyle being uh, the biggest one with a target on his back right now because uh, – 
Bill Tennant at BJP Racing has that thing running on rails, and Kyle Janice is a wheel man through and through. And he just gets up to the top side. He flirts with danger every single lap that he's up there. And the kid just knows no bounds. He's willing to push the barriers and get every last little bit of performance he can out of that car. And he's put it on display all year, and especially on Saturday night, where you had to run that top side and pretty much keep it wide open where you're inches away from the wall every single lap. So it's a well, hard-fought, deserved victory each time for Kyle. And it's going to be interesting to see who's going to show up to try to, again, take that away from him and see if he can't take home the grand prize coming up on Saturday, September the 16th for the Sport Compact Shootout. You and Jim Zufo always talk about the young ladies in racing, and Abby Gendelsberger picked up the win in the Young Guns. That was such an emotional victory for Abby. Um, just seeing the just the outright joy in victory lane, running around and hugging all of her family members and uh, just being so thankful in victory lane for getting her back there after a very, very complicated start of the season for her. Uh, she described it so well in victory lane where the first night out they weren't even able to race because they were having car problems. Her second night out, she goes, slams into the wall and, and rolls the car a couple times and destroys that race car. Uh, a few weeks go by, they get another car put together for her, uh, coming off of a concussion where she was able to rebound off of that at such a young age. And she just did not want to quit. She refused to quit. And so she worked through battling the new car, got it together, and she was just absolutely lights out on Saturday night. Uh, everything kind of came together, full swing for her. And uh, just to see that smile on her face again, just to know that the accomplishment was there and that they accomplished what they set out to do and get back to victory lane. I was just so happy to see that for that whole Gindelsberger mcgill camp over there. Uh, they definitely deserve it. Let's talk about this weekend coming up. Yeah, Saturday, September, September, goodness gracious. <laughs> Let's not get too ahead of myself here. we still got the whole month of August. <laughs> but Saturday, July the 29th, it's going to be the TMT Transportation Action Event uh, featuring the Hovis Auto and Truck Supply Rush Sprint Cars presented by Born to Run Lubricants competing in, I believe, a Sunbelt Rentals Weekly Series event. So we will have six divisions of racing on hand. We did not have the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks with us this past Saturday because we allowed them to have the night off to take a vacation or head up to the Steel Valley nationals at the sharon speedway and i think a lot of them took that opportunity to do that they were pretty successful too so happy to see that but we will have the pro stocks back with us so it will be a six division night of racing down at dirt sponsor half mile um i i implore everybody who's listening that hasn't had an opportunity to come to support this new ownership uh to come on down and check it out just to see what they're doing down there because it's certainly noteworthy um, and uh, and that's me honestly being unbiased, and I, I hate to say that because as the track announcer and as the voice of the Speedway, but it is impressive to see what they're doing in such a short amount of time. They're just putting their nose to the grindstone, and they're putting the work in and the effort in, and I, and I do honestly believe that it deserves some sort of support in some realm of the racing community. Even if it's just to come and check it out and say it's not your thing and it might not be what you want to experience on a Saturday night, that's totally fine. I understand, you know, you, you can't. You can't sit there and tell people what they need to do by any stretch of the imagination, but I think it's certainly worth coming out to check out and take into consideration going forward for the remainder of the 2023 season when some of these bigger events are coming up. You know, the sprint car race on Saturday, September the 2nd for Fast on Dirt 410 Series, and of course, the 35th Annual Pittsburgh at the end of September. 
I thought it was a very nice thing for Blair uh, and the team at uh, Pittsburgh to allow the Penn, Ohio guys a chance to run at Sharon. And that cooperation is a big deal because I know in the past there have been some uh, tracks that uh, weren't that cooperative. Yeah, you know, and and I I totally get it. You know, kind of getting a little bit more involved in that aspect of things this year on my personal level. Um, I see why tracks have to do what they do, and it's not even have to, but choose to do what they do because they have to watch out for themselves first and foremost. And they, some of them might think that it's not worth looking out and and seeing. You know, they have to do what's best for themselves and what's best for their bottom line and best for their business model. And I totally understand that. Um, you know, I, I think that, it, again, kind of going back to your point, you know, when Sharon announced that race every year, we, we make sure we try to work with them to give them the best car count that they can have. And, and all we, you know, hopefully we can get the same in return for some of our larger events, whether it's the, uh, the Blue Memorial Race for the Pro Stocks, the Bob Walters Memorial Race coming up in September uh, for the Friday before the Pittsburgher, or any other division for that matter. Whenever we have big shows, we, we like to try to work with other tracks and stuff. And, and uh, we've shown that over the years, and we'll continue to do that so long as we uh, have a healthy relationship with the surrounding racetracks, because at the end of the day, we all need to work together. Uh, and we all need to uh, support each other. Uh, the more racing and racetracks that there is, honestly, overall, the better, because it just continues to increase that uh, that ability to go to another racetrack within a near shot or within a few couple miles of uh, the Western PA region, and, and it's good for business all around. Okay. Have we covered everything, or is there anything you'd like to add? Well, of course, we have the event coming up this Saturday, the 29th, but also the George Steel City Classic is rapidly approaching on Saturday, August the 5th. Cletus Motorsports is going to be putting in a lot of effort here over the next two weeks to cinch up that event. That event is presented by All Interior Painting. Over $6,000 to win for the Rush Touring Series. We were supposed to have the Herb Scott Memorial uh, two weeks ago. Unfortunately, that got rained out due to weather. Um, but we're going to be right back at it with the Rush Touring Series. So the best of the best will be invading Dirt's Monster Half Mile. And we're going to see if our local boys can home, take home that big check or if it's going to be one of the regional drivers that comes in and steals it. But if you've never been to a Duke George Memorial, it's a great time. Uh, a lot of money through the field, a lot of contingency money for the competitors. Uh, they really enjoy it, and the fans really enjoy it as well. So uh, it's going to be a fun event on Saturday, August the 5th as well. All that information is available on our website, ppms.com. And we're very active on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search PA Motor Speedway on all of those social media accounts, and we'll keep you up to date with everything going on at Pittsburgh. Tyler Harris, another excellent report. I thank you. You have a good day. You do the same. Thank you, Don. Number One Cochrane has created a new way, a faster way, an easier way to buy a car. Now you can complete as much of the process as you'd like online and spend less time in store or do it all online and get home delivery. Expressway is way easy to use. Just shop our nearly 20 new car brands and thousands of pre-owned vehicles to find the model that's perfect for you. We're big on transparency, so you get our best possible price up front. We call it our clear-cut price, and it's independently validated by Kelly Blue Book right on your screen. Our experts are standing by to help you throughout the entire buying process. You can also stop at any time, save where you are, and come to the showroom to pick up where you left off. 
Don't love your new vehicle? Don't worry, we'll take it back, no questions asked. Best of all, Expressway is open 24-7. That means you can buy your way with Expressway right away. Number one, Cochrane. See it all at Cochrane.com. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. Fans, joining us now is Brian Hutchko, the driver of the number 60 late model at Pittsburgh. Brian, good evening. How are you? Oh, good evening, Don. How are you? Well, I'm good. And, you know... I think you need a nickname. I, I, you're so good with the kids and the sponsors and the fans. I don't know, maybe Mr. Personality, but we'll we'll let some of your buddies decide what would be appropriate. I thought of Mr. Rogers, but most of the people in racing are too young to know who he is. I want to start off with autograph night. You're You're like, I don't know. You just attract all these kids, and you have nice things for them, and you just make their night at the track so much fun. Um, first start getting uh, all involved in doing all these great things for the kids. Oh, I mean, for me to be able to do it, I wouldn't be able to do it without my sponsors. I mean, they, they donate so much to, to me to give out to these kids and, and the grown-ups grown and stuff here at the races. I mean... It's when I grew up out there at Pennsylvania Motor Speedway and I was a little kid, you know, the place was so packed and overwhelmed that I remember waiting in line trying to get down there and you were lucky to get down there. So being a little kid at that point and being able to be that adult now and know how much it means to the kids that I always try to go above and beyond as much as I can to make it worth their, their while to make their night a special night. I just can't visualize you as a little kid because you're a pretty big husky guy now. So that had to be a couple of years ago. You mentioned your sponsors uh, and the uh, touch a truck thing that you just did. Tell people, and you you were highlighting your sponsors there, tell people what touch a truck was. Uh, The touch a truck event that we just did here this uh, past weekend over in South Fayette, that is where bunch of different businesses throughout the community come together, put all their equipment, whether it's a backhoe, a farm tractor, plow truck, mini excavator, zero turns, classic cars, anything that a child or, or a young adult or even grown-ups can come up and look at, things that you see that you've never been a part of or ever got a chance to look at stuff like that. So it's open to the public. You don't need to pay for anything it's a matter of just putting some time and effort in and showing up and put your car on display and welcome people over to come check out what you have to offer and 
some people, you know, are, are going to be at the track this weekend because of that touch a truck event. Probably a lot of people that have never been to the track and they see your car and I can see these little kids saying to mom and dad, you know, hey, this looks cool. Let's go find out where this guy races. Yeah, I mean, we had a lot of people talking about that that lived in the community. Some people are new to the community, never heard about it. Uh, we were very lucky. Uh, Blair and Tabitha were very generous in giving us uh, coupons to hand out for actual free passes. And I think it was 20% off of the grandstand pass and then some dollar-off coupons for the food court. Uh, they gave us a bunch of those to hand out, and it was a really, really good hit. And uh, a lot of people have already had me on facebook as a friend and they messaged me and said they plan on coming out there this weekend to check the place out so i'm really looking forward to uh this weekend's event well for somebody new to auto racing blair cress is catching on fast and he's a wise man because obviously his other business is very successful and that didn't happen by accident uh actually uh did a little research on this because uh his uh, one uncle was one of my favorite students at uh, Langley High School. Blair graduated from Parkway West in masonry. And he had a couple of really good job offers because what they do in a vocational school on the senior year, they let the students go out and they work for someone like as an intern. And uh, he said, no, I'm going to go into the landscaping business like my father. And, and look where he is today, one of the most successful businesses in that part of town. Yeah, it's, uh, it's unbelievable, the, the empire that he has built, and built in such a small time. And uh, in my opinion, the future looks very bright for Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania Motor Speedway with him and Tabitha. I mean, I was out there just this past uh, week with him going over some some thoughts and ideas on trying to update the wall and, and things for next year that we're going to work on. I mean, it's it's got a lot of excitement coming this year, but a lot more coming for next year. Well, and that, that brings up my next thing, your work at the track. I mean, you're over there whenever you have a spare minute, whether you're running it in or watering the track or doing whatever, uh, you're really... They're pretty lucky to have you. You're probably one of the best things that ever happened to Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. I mean, I wouldn't say all that, but, I mean, I, I just wanted to give back to the racing community and, and try to make the place better. A couple of years ago when I rolled my EMOD up at Raceway 7, and I took a year off, and that was my therapy to still be involved with something, and it turned into be a good thing, and I enjoyed going out there and helping, and just hope uh, they keep me part of their their new family out there. That's all. Let's talk about the helmet that you gave away on autograph night. That was brilliant. And that's that uh, Scott that won that. Boy, wh what a lucky guy. He was loving that. Yeah, that idea came to me. I was sitting downstairs with the wife. We were watching Sandlot. And, uh, you know, Sandlot, where they go ahead and they hit the baseball over the fence trying to get it off the dog. And I was sitting there and it got towards the end of the movie and I jumped up out of the chair. And she's like, what's wrong? I was like, I should raffle my helmet off. What do you mean? I was like... I was like, we all got all these helmets sitting in our closets or garage somewhere that we can't use because the snell date goes bad. I was like, I can clean that thing up and give out tickets to kids and try to give it away to some kid and have all the drivers sign it. I was like, that's a one-off souvenir, and I've never seen anyone else do that before. I think that would be something to give a kid something to look forward to. As you go to a baseball game, you catch a ball or you get an autographed ball, and you look at that ball and say, man, I'm going to be a ball player someday. I want to be just like him. I want to be like Babe Ruth. 
that's where I got that idea, and I was very lucky and grateful that the rest of the racing community at Pennsylvania Motor Speedway joined in, signed the helmet. You know, I took the helmet to a dry cleaner, got it all cleaned up and everything, and I mean, I thought it was a great thing, and I just hope next year, you know, someone else could try to make us a tradition, not only at PMS, but other tracks, because I think it's phenomenal to do. That was brilliant. If you're just joining us, we're talking to Brian Hutchko, the driver of the number 60 late model at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. You know, I've been harping about it for a long time, and people are probably tired of hearing your name because I suggested you told me one time that you write your sponsors, Don, and generally you'll have that list taped to the roof of your car. And I kept talking to some of these drivers or messaging them and saying it on the show uh, that when they don't mention their sponsors, they're taking money under false pretenses. Well, since I did that, two weeks ago up at Jennerstown, there was a driver in a borrowed car. And he uh, obviously didn't know the sponsors on the car. So when it was time, his name was Skyler Berkey. When it was time to thank his sponsors, someone on his crew handed him an iPad. And he thanked every one of his sponsors, even though he wasn't in his own car. That was that was a big, big move for him. And I think there's, why well, one of the other drivers said, hey, where's my cheat sheet? Because when they want to go to Victory Lane, and I mentioned it, I said, you got to do like Brian Hutchko. And if you're not doing it, send the money back. You know, somebody sends you a check and you're not going to talk about him, send the money back. Well, I think the message is out there and you're the guy that kind of got the ball rolling. So, uh, if anybody's mad at you, it's because we forced them to acknowledge their sponsors. <laughs> yeah, I start. I started doing that just because the past couple of years I, I've been so grateful, and it's been overwhelming the, the amount of support I have even here, and the sponsors that I have, and the sponsors that have stayed with me throughout the years. But even the new ones that come on, I, I think I have a total of like eighteen or twenty sponsors on the car this year. Well, I don't. Uh, right I don't know if we can name all 18 of them, but why don't you pick the ones, the, the bigger ones, and let's talk about them. Uh, I mean, the biggest one for me would be always safe flagging traffic control. Uh, they have, uh, they provide a uh, flagging traffic control business, whether it be manpower to man a concert or, or road construction. They have the trucks with the arrows and the billboard signs on them. You could call them for any kind of event. They're located in McDonald, Newcastle, and uh, up on the other side of Washington there. They have three locations. They just hit their 300-employee mark last week when I was talking to Bill Chaffin uh, about that. he uh, They finally hit 300 employees, which is huge in my opinion. Uh, then we have uh, Real Nuts Vodka out of Oakdale, uh, um, Tom Campbell, I can't say enough about him. He hopped on here uh, two years ago, been a dedicated sponsor, and uh, he's another one of the big ones on here for us. Then we've got Taylor Auto Body, Jeff Ronaszewski. I mean, can't say enough about Jeff. I'm sure a lot of people out there, I mean, he's done a lot for many people from pulling their cars, their frames and stuff. Just an all-around great guy. Hoping he gets out this year. He's starting to get better uh, health-wise and stuff, so it's looking looking pretty good for him to make an appearance this year, hopefully. And then we have uh, Metro Contracting. They were new for us this year, believe it or not. They provide high-quality 
interior design from building you a house from the ground up to just custom work you want to get done. They do some pretty amazing work. We also have Sush's Automotive. You know Sush Adowski Stanley. Right. He's been involved with me for, oh, man, I've been around him since I was a little kid. My dad grew up with him. Uh, he's still supporting me. Huge help here. We got uh, Primetime Tree. They've been on with us now for the past three years. Huge help for us. Um, they do uh, tree work and landscaping, but mainly focus in commercial and residential tree removal. Um, three years starting, Daryl Charlier. He's he's like a brother to me. We grew up thick as thin as, as thieves and stuff together. Check them out down at 3RK. They got axe throwing, indoor go-karting, full bar, restaurant, and arcading. And then my brother, uh, we just started our own mini excavation business out of Midway. So he's on there this year. Oh, man. Donnie's landscaping. He's been helping me out for a well, little I bet you eight, eight or ten years now he's been on the car with me, helping me uh, do this. Well, you know, every little bit helps. Years ago when I was racing at Motordrome in the uh, Super Compacts, I had a sponsor that every week gave us a case of beer and a case of pop. Now, that's not a high-dollar sponsor, but everybody was either drinking the soda or the beer after the races. So... Every little bit helps, and you got a nice bunch of sponsors. You mentioned Jeff Bronischewski. What a great guy. Uh, <clears throat> always like watching him race. Just uh, you're surrounded by good people. Um, how about uh, we're coming up on a commercial. Any closing thoughts, anyone else that we need to thank? I need, I need to thank Highland Homestead, Mousetrap Barn Grill. They've been with me since the beginning of my race career in 2007. Lucarini Lube and Go, and Foul um, Lucon, Phil Lucon. I mean, they, they've helped me out tremendously. And last but not least, uh, my wife, if it wasn't for her, none of this would be possible. That's the key to the whole thing. If the wife, the mom, the sister, the girlfriend, uh, any woman that's involved in the team is probably the most important person because if they're not on board, you're in big trouble. And you're lucky you got a wife that must be awful patient because when you're not racing, you're fixing the car. When you're not fixing the car, you're fixing the track. How many hours is in your day at, at Brian Hutchko's? Um, my day starts about 3 o'clock every morning. I get up for work around 3 o'clock, and I normally get home or get in the house, at least I should say, around 9.30, 10 o'clock, if not later sometimes. I'm more in bed by midnight. As long as I get four hours of sleep, I'm good. Uh, anything longer than that, I can't operate. What kind of work do you do at 3 o'clock in the morning? I get up. I'm a uh, heavy equipment operator. I'm in the local 66. I'm out at the uh, Pittsburgh International Airport working on building the new uh, terminal out there. All right. That's amazing. And again, just another one of the special things that you do. Keep up the good work. I love what you're doing, and I thank you for being with us. Uh, thank you, Don. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. 
As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A. J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and J.W.C. J.W.C.A. are unaffiliated entities. Hi, my name is Jason Bush from Bush Brothers Tire Service. We are one of the best tire dealer and repair shops in Allegheny County, offering phenomenal customer service, expert in-house with more than 30 years experience to ensure premium craftsmanship is done start to finish. Bush Brothers Tire Service was started by my Uncle Paul Bush and Father Martin Bush in May of 1985. I, Jason, joined the company in early 2000. We offer state inspection and emissions testing, tire sales, tire maintenance, wheel alignments, general auto repairs, brake service, and free estimates. We are located at 1931 Monongahela Avenue, Swissville, PA, 15218. And for any additional information, you can reach us at 412 412- And now more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Howie Bayless. Joe Maruca. Your Martellus Pharmacy's late model feature. That was an exciting one as Joe Maruca takes the win. Teddy Gabala finishes second. Gary Wiltrout in third, Barry Audi in fourth, Jeremy Schaefer in fifth, your top five. That'll bring an end to this afternoon's racing schedule. Want to thank you so very much for coming out in just a few minutes. We'll send it down to Victory Lane and hear some words from race winner Joe Maruka in that number 90. Safety gear is getting undone. The Liberty Distributing, Seneca Race Cars, car number 90 for the second time this year, is in model uniform victory lane. But more importantly, let's give a round of applause to Teddy Gabala, Joey Maruca. They put on a heck of a race for you guys here tonight. Let's show our appreciation for those guys. And here comes Joey Maruca out of the Liberty Distributing car number 90. Here to greet him in Victory Lane is his new car owner, his son. Well, Joey, I, I know after that first feature, yes, I'm explaining to do this young man. He wanted to come to Victory Lane. Luckily, twin features tonight. You want the mic? You want to say something? He's ki- I heard a kiss in the bricks, but I never heard a kiss in the microphone. But, hey, that's that's cool. We're, we're here at Flow. But 
Hey, Joey, you know, it had to be nice to have that second feature tonight. You know, heartbreaking the first one, and you didn't have a whole week to stew on it. You had a couple hours, but I know once you got back into the hauler and you saw your boy, and uh, uh, he wants the hat now. It, it had to make, hey, he said, Daddy, that's too big. He, he's, you know, it had to make that first race tolerable. But more importantly, like I said, two features tonight. It's gone. It's out of your memory bank. Here you are at Victory Lane for the second time this year. First time in your late model career that you won multiple features in one year. Uh, yeah, this is great to be here, uh, especially to have my son here with me. That's uh, that's the best moment, and uh, I think I'm going to remember this one for a long time. I thought it was seeing me in Victory Lane, but okay. Well, I'm glad to see you here also. Hey, Joey, like I said, you know, you... you it looked like it was going to be a great night, two features. Unfortunately, an issue during the first one. Um, you know, that's over and done with. But let's talk about the marketing partners and the crew that put this Seneca performance, Liberty Distributing, card number 90 here in Victory Lane. Uh, first, got to thank my wife and son for being here and my son for staying up this long. I, I think it's way past his bedtime. But uh, I want to thank my mom, my dad, my Uncle Frank. Uh, Huggy, uh, Nick, the crew chief, and uh, everybody else that uh, helps us put this car on the track every week. We're not running a full season, uh, so it kind of gives us uh, a, a little different feeling. Uh, working back at the shop gives us uh, extra time to work on everything and get it ready. And, you know, in the past you did run weekly here. This year, you know, for first year as a full-time dad racing. And you said, you know what, I want to take it off and not go for the points. And... It's your best year so far. Multiple feature wins for this time, first time in your career. Yeah, I think it has been our best year. Uh, probably because uh, we're able to spend a little bit extra time at home and uh, keep a clear mind during the week. I also want to thank the fans for uh, staying out here late. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, uh, look forward to seeing you guys back here next weekend. And by the way, I know what your trick was to keep your son up. I saw your wife in there putting some Red Bull in his bottle. Yeah, you might have had a little bit of uh, uh, extra help on that. Rachel, let's give a round of applause. Second time this year, Joey Maruca in Victory Lane. The month of July at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway is shaping up to be a thrilling month of entertainment at Dirt's Monster Half Mile. On Saturday, July the 1st, Falcone's Moon Township Automotive presents the Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Series. The wingless daredevils fight one another to tame Dirt's Monster Half Mile. On Saturday, July the 8th, it's autograph night where everyone will get to meet the drivers and see the cars up close on the front stretch of the Speedway. Saturday, July 15th, it's the annual Herb Scott Memorial featuring the Rush Late Model Touring Series. One week later, on July 22nd, our TMT Transportation Action Event Divisions will be on display as the Rush Sportsman Modifieds join us for another visit. And the month rounds out on July 29th with the Rush Sprint Cars, headlining a TMT Transportation Action Event. Visit ppms.com today. Search PA Motor Speedway on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, home of Dirt's Monster Half Mile. Main Street Music and Sound is your full-service music store, featuring a huge beginner-to-boutique inventory. Main Street Music maintains a hometown approach to service with personal attention. Customers rely on Main Street Music and Sound for advanced product knowledge, expert in-house repairs, audio-video lighting installations, and years of hands-on experience. Main Street Music features lines that include Anderson, Guitar Works, Bogner, Fender, 
Gretsch, Yamaha, and more. Main Street Music and Sound is teamed with the highly respected musicians at Bentley and Remetto to provide professional music instruction for just about any instrument at any skill level and at any age. Main Street Music and Sound is located at 327 Main Street, Irwin, Pennsylvania. Call 724-382-4633 or email info at MainStreetMusic.com. And again, John Fama out for a nice little Saturday evening stroll in the park. Going to be coming up on some lap traffic at 54 McConnell. Or is that the uh, 55 of Parlock? Uh, that's 55 of Parlock there. And it is the mission critical last lap. Shown to the 55 of John Fama. He comes up on lap traffic. It's a car he iron ironically owns. <laughs> so now that car moves over. Let's Fama through out of turn four. And it looks as though John Fama going to take your 20 laps. Storystown Auto Wreckers Modifieds feature here tonight at Jennerstown Speedway. The 17 of Doug Glessner finishes second. Jason Bush in third. Adam Henry comes in fourth. Tom Golick is fifth. Mike Carlson finishes in sixth position. Joe Baylog in seventh. Randy Carlson in eighth. Patrick Parlock will finish ninth. Anthony Aiello in tenth. And Mike McConnell, who only got eight of those 20 laps in, will finish in 11th position. So in just a moment, we'll send it down to Victory Lane and another post-race interview with our good friend Howie down there. So now down to Stoney's Victory Lane as our Modifieds winner, John Fama, makes his way out of that number 55 machine and down to Howie for Victory Lane interview. For the fourth time in his career, let's give a round of applause to the FAMA Construction Memorial Highway Chevrolet. Car number 55 is here in Victory Lane. And John, I'll tell you what, what a great night. You won your heat race, you come out here and you win the feature, and it has to be great to get that monkey off your back to get your first win of the 2023 season. It is. We struggled at the beginning of the year here. We had a lot of problems with the car, trying to get stuff figured out. Finally... Finally, we got it where we need it to be now to win some races. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy we're here tonight. And a good night also your teammate, uh, Cindy. She picked up a street stock heat race win and a good top 10 finish tonight. But let's go ahead and talk about this number 55. It's been fast all year. It just seems like there's a black cloud over it. About a month ago, you were leading and lap traffic got in the way. And I'm sure tonight, late in that race, when you got this caution, you probably appreciated that because it basically eliminated the lap traffic out of your way it did it, it, it did it did eliminate the traffic out of our way and uh i, I don't know what to say <laughs> well on behalf of melling uh, melling products we wanted to present you with a 150 dollar gift certificate uh, american racers want to present you with a hat and um why don't we go ahead right now and thank all the marketing partners and the pit crew that brought this number 55 port city chassis modified to victory lane well, I tell you what, I got to thank Stoystown Auto Wrecker for sponsoring his division. Uh, they're a great help to this division. I got to thank all my sponsors. They're a great group of people that's on board with me with this with this car. Really great support I have. Uh, Memorial Highway Chevrolet, Muhal Dental, ABC Supply Company, Sleeks Karate, Big Brother Cole, 
uh, horny contracting and masonry, diesel transport, uh, Coleman's Auto, uh, Central City Polish Cub, Ron's Tire, of course, Famic Construction, just a little bit. <laughs> Don't forget Cindy. And Cindy Shawless. And I got I to gotta thank my pit crew. They've been patient all year. I knew we'd get here, but it just took a little bit longer than what I thought it would. But thanks, guys. Uh, Barney, Steve. I want to thank all my fans for coming out. I tell you what, I appreciate you guys supporting me every week here at Jennerstown. Race fans, get on your feet. Let's give a round of applause in Stony Beer Victory Lane, John Fama. I'd like to take a minute to talk to you about Steve Scarupa Photography. Steve specializes in wedding photography and shoots landscapes for fun. He has separate websites for both brides and weddings. He shoots some badass photos, sometimes people, sometimes racing, and sometimes nature. Steve's work is excellent. You can check him out at stevescarupaphotography.com or 412brides.com, which is his wedding website. Steve is your go-to guy for the best photographs in the tri-state area. You won't be disappointed. Hi, my name is Jason Bush from Bush Brothers Tire Service. We are one of the best tire dealer and repair shops in Allegheny County, offering phenomenal customer service, expert in-house with more than 30 years experience to ensure premium craftsmanship is done start to finish. Bush Brothers Tire Service was started by my uncle Paul Bush and father Martin Bush in May of 1985. I, Jason, joined the company in early 2000. We offer state inspection and emissions testing tire sales, tire maintenance, wheel alignments, general auto repairs, brake service, and free estimates. We are located at 1931 Monongahela Avenue, Swissville, PA, 15218. And for any additional information, you can reach us at 412-351-5342. Race fans, this is Howie Bayless with Rappin' on Racing, and right now we're going to talk to the hottest driver on the Asphalt Street Stocks, winner of the past two out of three features at the Jennerstown Speedway. We're going to talk to Mr. Brent Bickerstaff. Brent, welcome to Rappin' on Racing. Thanks for having me, Howie. Thank you for taking time out to do this quick interview. Hey, Brent, it seems like the past couple weeks, uh, your car just came alive, and it's kind of funny, you were... Uh, you were out there racing in the Twin Features a couple weeks ago and got caught up in an accident, and that was in the first feature. You won the second feature, and then um, you picked up your second win of the year the following week. Um, what is it? Is You just showed the car finally who's boss, and if you don't like it, I'm going to abuse you? Yeah, pretty much. It just I think I just learned how to drive it, I guess. It just, like, come alive. We really didn't change anything. Just the driver changed, I think. That's about it. Well... I know that night of the accident, after the first feature, it seemed like there were a lot of crews that came down to help you with parts. And just sometimes when you mismatch parts, it could be the perfect match. Yeah, it was like the perfect storm that night. We had a lot of help from a lot of, a lot of experienced drivers here. It just really seemed to all fall together. Got lucky for sure. How hard is it to get in a wreck and then 
you know, you basically replace the suspension on the car and the buckle back in and then, you know, go back out, no hot laps. Next time you're in that car, you're in another feature. I was definitely nervous uh, when we come to the green flag and then a couple laps in, I was just telling myself, stay calm and the car just come alive. And I'm like, well, we got something here. Let's just see what we can do with it now. You know, I know you're a friend with a driver named Teddy Gabala, and I remember when Teddy started racing, his dad would get mad because they would have a nice-looking car, but he was always afraid of scratching it up. And, it, you know, it's kind of funny. Like I said, not that you have an ugly car now, but before you obviously had a car that wasn't wrecked, and after the wreck, it just seemed like the newness was gone off of it, and, uh, you know, we're going to race this thing. Yeah, it's like, you know, anything. You put that first mark in it and get that little little damage done with, and then you don't even think about it, and you just go and do your thing after that because ain't no going back. Now, racing is one big family, and it was kind of crazy. You know, you expect your fellow street stock drivers to have come down and help you, but, you know, we saw guys like Barry Audi under your car trying to get the sway bar and, and that sort of stuff. And that's just a huge sign of respect that that many people would come down to help, nothing against you, but you out. Yeah, that was amazing. I mean, there were there were so many people there. I know Barry was under the car. Uh, Dale, I think Doug Glessner or Dale Glessner, both of them were there. You know, Rob Van Fleet, you know, all our team, everybody. It was just so many people. I, I don't even know who all was there. And, you know, it makes you feel good when, when these guys are willing to come down and, and lend a hand because everybody's got their own thing going on and still able to – you know, take time out of their busy day to get you back out on the track. That was huge. Now, this might be a dumb question, but you get back to the shop, and you basically had a, both extremes that night, a wrecked race car and a feature winner. And the feature winner obviously came later in the night. What, what do you do? Do you go through and start like, okay, well, let's check the spindles, make sure the spindles are good, or do you just put her off in the side and say, well, let's see how we do next week? Now, Sunday Sunday afternoon, I unloaded it, started taking it all apart and just, you know, assessing all the damages. I mean, there was a lot of damage to that car. I was very fortunate to even be able to get back out. So we had a lot of work to do. I mean, Thursday, I was still overnight in parts to try and get everything right to get here to the, for Saturday. So, I mean, it was, it was a hustle all week. You know, everybody worked hard all week trying to get it done. Now, Brent, you started your car- driving career out in the four-cylinder division. How hard was it to go from a front-wheel drive car where you won a championship into a rear-wheel drive car? Uh, I, I picked up a lot of bad habits in that four-cylinder. I'm not going to lie. It was harder to, for me to get rid of the bad habits than anything. I, the driving, as far as just being in, you know, in, a, in a pack or with other cars, wasn't hard. The speed didn't really bother me. It was just a lot of bad habits. That front-wheel drive just is a whole different animal. For any listeners who are t- thinking about getting into racing, would you recommend starting out in the front-wheel drive, or would you recommend maybe just going into rear-wheel drive and not inquiring those bad habits? Um, I think if I was to do it again, I would probably start in a Charger, uh, honestly, um, just so you don't get those bad habits. I mean, everybody has their, their likes and, and what they want to do, but me personally I, it was just too many bad habits to overcome i think i wasted you know probably at least a season just getting rid of bad habits well brent let's go ahead now and thank your pit crew and your marketing partners that keep the 53 going strong yeah um so my sponsors uh landers enterprises um huge sponsor uh harmony auto 
Speckland, Westmoreland Steel and Fabrication, uh, LA Collision Parts, Nelson Auto. Without them guys, we wouldn't be here every week. I couldn't afford to do it. Uh, my uncle J.R. Mears for helping. You know, he's there every night. Rob Van Fleet, Gary Wiltrout, you know, Aaron, Brian Ship. Them guys are, you know, to help me out. Destiny. Without all these people, you, you couldn't do it. You have to have a good crew behind you. Race fans, be sure to keep your eyes on the Landers equipment. Car number 53, Brent, Brent Bickerstaff, the driver. Thank you, Brent, for your time. Thanks, Howie. No one covers motorsports like Rapid on Racing. For nearly 40 years, Rapid on Racing has provided the best in motorsports information with knowledgeable and veteran reporters who cover all forms of racing. Weekly reports include local dirt and asphalt racing from Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia, plus the All-Star, Lucas Oil Late Models, NASCAR, Rush, and the World of Outlaws. Listeners get the latest breaking motorsports news. The show features special guests, local track reports, driver interviews. The host of Rapid on Racing is Don Gamble. A former driver and track promoter, Don brings a wealth of racing knowledge to the program every week. Rapid on Racing. Beer Victory Lane still has his helmet on. Climbs out of the race car. Let him hear you, Skylar Berkey. Skylar, come on over here, man. First of all, let's talk about this car. How'd you end up in this thing tonight? Well, we've been dealing with mine all season. It was breaking axles to toe Justin by itself, and it's just been a mess. So Rick Donmeyer suggested let's run this one and see what you can do in it, and it's fast. <laughs> you made it look real easy. You were out for a Sunday drive, start on the front row and just cruising this thing. You had to feel pretty good behind it. Yeah, I mean, when you start on the pole, it's, it, it gives you a big advantage, but it don't matter where you start with this car. It's been proven it wins. So what do you, well, what do you got to do uh, to your car to get it to run like this one? I don't know, but I got to figure it out for sure. <laughs> Who do you want to thank, Skyler? Uh, well, none of our sponsors are really on it, but Skinny's Barbecue, uh, Rick and Lugene Dunmire, my grandparents, Jake and Sheila, uh, Berkey Masonry, Coal Miners Diner. I mean, I'm, I'm missing a bunch. Oh, here we go. Uh, Miller Builders, Morocco Welding, MRES, Stoystown Auto Records, uh, Strzok Auto Body, Jeff Blute Auto Sales, Lower Highland Property Pros, Milled Auto, Amy and Brandon Adams, uh, the Rusty Musket, Grinds Autos, and Mandy Friedline. Thank you. And I'd like to give a real special shout out to this gentleman right here, man. He makes incredible saw blade paintings. Can't thank him enough. Skylar Berkey, everybody. First win of 2023. Congratulations, man. Race fans, this is Howie Bayless with Rapping on Racing. And right now we're going to talk to the pilot of the 117 up at the Jennerstown Speedway, four-cylinder. We are going to be talking to Skylar Berkey, a.k.a. Smoke. Skylar, congratulations. Good season so far. Recently got your first win of the year in a borrowed car. And let's go ahead and talk about that. Is it just like change of scenery, change your luck type of deal? I mean, you guys built all three of the cars, you, your teammate, and the backup car were all uh, built together. And it seems like right now the best car out of the fleet is the backup car. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't know what it is. They're all pretty much built the same, but it just it works. It handles. It's, it's fast. It's, I mean, it's actually a whole different experience to drive that car versus my car. And that's nice when, as a team, you guys are having a lot of success. Um, and you've had some, 
last year, your rookie year, you, you went to victory lane on multiple occasions. Your teammate, Caleb Vass, says he's leading the points in the 57. And what's kind of cool is you guys have opposite paint schemes on your card. And then a backup card, which I don't want to say is like the one that probably got the least amount of love. But, you know, like we said, it's actually the fastest. I believe that car has what? four or five wins so far this year. But as a team, you guys have won over half the races. Yeah, I mean, that car was actually built by uh, Caleb's Pat Brick, which, I mean, if it weren't for him, we wouldn't even be doing what we're doing. And uh, he just built that car pretty much to give us a backup car. And last week, my car, it hasn't been handling all season. And he said, you know what? He said, let's just go ahead and give it a shot. RJ win, and let's see what you can do. And, I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, like I said, if it weren't for him, there, we wouldn't even be racing. Well, Skyler, you talked about Rick uh, Dunmire, who is, I don't want to say the team owner, but maybe the team manager will say, the guy who's in charge. But, you know, he has a knack. I mean, a couple years ago, he picked up Caleb, who is his grandson, but, you know, put him in a race car. He won as a rookie. Picked you up out off the crew. You got a car, and you won as a rookie, and... You know, it just seems like this is the ultimate team. There's no egos. Whenever somebody's turn is to get into a ride, they just excel. Oh, yeah. I mean, we just do it for fun. There's no anybody gets upset if somebody's in a car and wins. We're a team, and we're not all about winning. We're just about coming out and having fun. And, I mean, we help 90% of the guys in our division. So it's, it's more of a fun experience for us than anything about winning. Caleb? Let's just talk about you specifically, though. How did you get involved in racing? Well, see, it all started, Jeff got Caleb into racing, so. Jeff being Jeff Vazas. Yeah, Jeff Vazas. Vazas, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, and uh, I helped Caleb his first year. I mean, we put money into motor work and stuff like that, helping him out, trying to get him to the front, which he had a pretty good rookie year. I mean, three years in a row now, it went Jeff, Caleb, and me, we all won rookie in the year in this division, and I'd say Jeff was the starting point for it. Well, and Andrew Pluto obviously is the one that made a big difference when Caleb first got into it too. But it just kind of got passed down. I mean, we just started helping working on the cars, and everybody's like, you know what? You help out a lot. We'll throw you in one, see what you can do. And it just went from there, and ain't no turning back now. You're hooked on this racing, huh? Yeah, I mean, we have a blast. Like I said, we just come out and have fun. It's nothing about winning or points or anything like that. We just come out to have a good time and hang out with our friends and help other drivers out. Now, taking you as the driver, what are your goals? I mean, would you like to move up as a driver ultimately into a late model or a pro stock or a street stock? Or, you know, a lot of the drivers, they make a great career in the four-cylinders. That's the type of driving and the type of car they want to race. I mean, as of now, there's really no reason for us to move up and nobody's really wants to like i said we just come out to have fun so i mean this is the cheapest possible way we figured out how to do it and we can get the cars to work so as of now and probably in the next couple years you'll see us in four cylinders and let's go ahead right now and just talk about the pit crew puts so much time into it the marketing partners that contribute money so you guys are able to come out here and have fun Oh, I tell you, if it weren't for sponsors and the pit crew, everybody that helps us, it just wouldn't be possible. We don't have enough funding and enough time to do it just ourselves. So, I mean, we really appreciate them guys more than they know, and we can't thank them enough. And let's go ahead and talk about Rick Dunmire and the rest of the pit crew. 
and everybody who gives time to uh, to your funness. Well, I mean, Rick and Lou Jean, I mean, Caleb's first year and even last year, I mean, if it weren't for them, we wouldn't even have a place to work on the car. And Rick always drops everything he's doing whenever we need a hand to do something. Our motor, I mean, he mainly does our motor work, so not for him. We just we wouldn't be doing it. Race hands, be sure to keep your eyes on the car number 117 up at the Jennerstown Speedway. Dunmire Auto Sales and Service, Skinny Barbecue, Stoystown Auto Records, Chevrolet, Skyler Berkey, the driver. Thank you, Skyler, for your time. Yeah, thanks, Holly. Appreciate it. I'd like to take a minute and thank all the photographers that provide the beautiful pictures that we use on the Rappin' on Racing Facebook page. At Lernerville, it's Jason Bryan. At Pittsburgh, it's Steve Skarupa. Jennerstown is Benji Husick. Latrobe, Howie Bayless. Now, Howie and Scott Goodman travel around a lot, and we get pictures from them for specific racing events. And we thank all these people for their wonderful work. Michael Norris is your feature winner. Dominant performance out front. We'll head down to Terry Bowser excavating victory lane. Your top five finish behind Norris, the 27 of Eric Wilson, the 84 of Andrew Wiley, the 9 of Levi Yetter, and the 12 of Andy Booz. It's have a big hand for a nice feature winner, the Crusher, Michael Norris. Mike, we talk all the time about different track conditions. A lot of rain last night. Fast, heavy track, a lot of attrition, and you had a great move through one and two. I think you might have had Garvin down in the backstretch anyway. Unfortunately, he broke, but once out in front, had a, a lot of heavy lap traffic in front of you with a heavy track. How do you navigate all that? It's, just, it's hard for me, but you got to try to be patient. Um, I didn't know he broke, and I, I figured something happened because I got a really good run on him, and I thought he was going to kind of pull even with me. I would like to want the whole distance with him, and him and Alex both, but uh, like I said, 
everything's been falling our way. We've been fighting hard. We've had a lot of misfortune. It just hasn't quite taken us out yet. So I just, I got to thank my crew. They never give up on me. I tear this thing up all the time and bring it back in, and they, they help me get it back together. And thanks all you fans for coming out. And Dan and the track crew did a great job for the amount of rain we got. And uh, I love when it was a cushion, obviously, but I wish it would slow down a little bit. I'm struggling in the crate car, but... I figured I'd pull in this way because Fox has been getting turfed up, I think, like every week. So I'll pull it in this direction for him. Um, thanks to him and Blue Mountain Energy, um, Millerstown Pick Apart, um, Jay's Auto Wrecking, Dumhoff Racing Engines, Integra Shocks, Brian Doherty's helped me out a bunch. Um, I just got to thank everybody. Thanks, Lernerville, and we'll see what we can do in this great feature. And there you got more work to do, so we'll let you go. Have a big hand for tonight's feature winner, Michael Norris. We'll see if he can go two for two. Rush model feature is up next. It's Jeremy Wonderling, your winner. Second goes to Frank. Third step, it's fourth, Lucon. And rounding out the top five, David Pancrazio. Austin Hauser finishes sixth. Mike Wonderling seventh. As they come around, uh-oh, it could be Kyle Lucon. I don't think he was happy with Jeremy Wonderling, and he's going to show his displeasure. 3J of Wonderling will go down to Victory Lane and we'll meet him down there after the race. Gentlemen, he's out of the car. Let's give a round of applause to Jeremy Wonderling. He's going to take a swig of that iced tea. Your first ever win, as I recollect, here at Lernerville. So congratulations. You got your $3,000 check and uh, a great run. Tell us about the battle with Lucon. Uh, I mean, Lucon was pretty good on top, and I felt like when Green Flag runs, we, I could get a, you know, I could chase him down a little bit. And, I mean, in restarts, you know, he chooses to run the outside, but, you know, the one time we come in the corner and he, he about run me over getting in the corner and, you know, about, about, about wrecked me. So, you know, every restart, he just, I mean, I get he's kind of doing his job. You know, he's trying to shove me down the racetrack, and last restart I just didn't let him shove me down the racetrack. So, you know, I don't know if he's a little bent, but I know damn well he'd do the same thing to me. <laughs> Who would you like to thank for the win tonight, Jeremy? I got a big shout-out to Close Racing Supply, uh, Terry Prince Contracting, Penske Shocks by Jim Stevens, Shutterworth Auto Sales, Dennis Comes Trucking, you know, all my fans and crew and everybody that comes out. Jeremy, one last question. You've been traveling with this series for so many years. Finally, a win at Lernerville. What does it mean for you? This place gives me such ups and downs. I mean, the night we come here, we're the fastest in time, or in hot laps, and then I, I suck in time, in, in time trials, and then we can, you know, run decent in the dash, and, you know, finally, you know, everything kind of played into play. Congratulations on a great win. Thank you. Jeremy Wonderling, ladies and gentlemen, driver of car 3J. Got by Wilson for third. Wilson back and forth, and Arnie Kennan fifth. Parallel flags are out. Two to go for your race leader, Blaze Myers. On the back stretch, Mollick trying to close in again as Myers bangs the cushion again, coming through the turn. Mollick is actually closing in. White flag is out. Mollick starting to reel in the number 43 junior finally as the tires start to heat up on the Mollick four. But it's too little, too late. Coming around, turns three and four. Your race winner plays Myers. Second goes to Mollick. Third will be the number 
68 of Jad Ruhlman. Zach Wilson is fourth, and Arnie Kent is fifth. How about it for Blaze Myers? Congratulations, this car, I'll tell you what, it was a rocket ship tonight. Tell us about the run. I tell you what, I've been fighting all year. This car, you know, just hasn't been the same since last year. Did a bunch of upgrades and stuff and just not sure if it was helping us or, you know, bending us over. But I tell you what, we finally figured out something, I believe. The top was so treacherous all before, I even smacked the wall myself. I'm just glad I didn't end the night. You were hitting that cushion pretty hard, but the lap traffic before that caution looked like it was giving you absolute fits. Oh, it was awful, but, you know, it's just part of racing. you got to learn how to deal with that stuff. It doesn't help the old man's racing and trying to beat him nice and fair and square. But, uh, you know, I just it's just fun out here. Did you worry at all when John Mullock was on that restart with you? You know, I've seen John, and I have the utmost respect for John. He's a good driver, and he's fast here. I'm just glad I was able to finally get him by. Who would you like to thank real quick? Well, I'd like to thank everybody that's here tonight. You know, everybody, my family, my friends, everybody on this car. Uh, I can't do anything without these guys. I just appreciate them all. Congratulations, Blaze, on your first win of the season. Thank you. Blaze Myers, ladies and gentlemen, we'll get some quick shots down here. It's going to be the 07 of Dunmire, the 27 of Burkhorn. It's going to be a shootout. Looks like Dunmeyer jumping out to the early lead. Going to try to hold off the 27 of Burke Holder. I don't they, know where to look first. There's so I much action going on here. The mission critical solutions last lap. Josh Dunmeyer out to the lead. But don't count out Kyle Burke Holder yet. And then Jeff Giles running in third. Will Hemminger still in it. He's got Adam Castelny coming up his right side. But through turn four for the last time, and it's going to be Josh Dunmeyer. Followed by Kyle Burkholder, Jeff Giles, Dan Campbell, and the 76 of Will Hemminger. Sixth place will go to Adam Kostelnik, seventh to Aaron Van Fleet. Chris Brink will finish eighth. Nate Valende, after that spin out, will finish ninth. Preston Cope will finish tenth. Keith Miller, 11th. Michael Mole in 12th, and Casey Payne rounds out the field in 13th. So in just a moment, down to Victory Lane. And now down to model uniforms, Victory Lane, as our winner, Josh Dunmeyer, makes his way out of that number seven machine. Howie, take it away. Race fans, give a round of applause. Josh, back in Victory Lane, the Kingston Supply, Mel's Restaurant and Bar 07. Well, he's got his priorities. He's got to thank his wife and all the women on the crew. When he's done pimping, we'll pull him up on this side of the car. Josh, congratulations. Another win. And in the past month, you've gone from the highest of highs to the lowest of lows. You started about a month ago. You finished second in the heat race and broke the rear end. Couldn't make the feature. But since then, this car has just been on a rail and almost unstoppable. Yes, I can't thank everybody enough for being behind me. I mean, just getting this thing like a rocket. You know, you remind me a lot of your dad and your driving styles. Jeff was always one. He didn't start out the beginning of the year as a ball of fire. But when he got on a roll, look out. 
And like I said, the past month, you're on a roll that even your dad has to be proud of. Oh, yeah. I got the best teacher in the world. Hey, Josh, let's go ahead and thank all your marketing partners and this big pit crew that helped get this 07 here in Victory Lane. I'd like to thank my wife for all the support and uh, my crew, my dad, Shorty, Nathan, Mark Cole, Brian Roy. I, d I can't thank them enough. And I thank all you fans for coming out here. Right, let's give a round of applause. Josh Dunmire here in Victory Lane. And here we go. Green, white, checkered, two-lap shootout. As Kelly Shawless watches Scott Mitchell take the lead on the outside. Bickerstaff right on the bumper of Shawless, who refuses to give up that inside. One lap to go, and your new race leader, Scott Mitchell, followed by Kelly Shawless and Brent Bickerstaff. It's going to be a drag race to the checkered. Out of turn two, down the back stretch. Mitchell up high, Bickerstaff pushing him. The 16 of Shawless down low, out of turn four. Right now, it is a coin flip. Who's going to get it? Too close for me to call. Unofficially, Scott Mitchell, your race winner. Kelly Shawless will finish second. Brent Bickerstaff, third. Dale Kimberly will finish in fourth position. Cindy Shawless in fifth. Harold Myers will be in sixth. Michael Saylor finishes seven. Rick Melab Jr. Able to get that car back into the race with not a whole lot of metal on the front. Will finish eighth. Mel Wilt, 9th, Steve Long, 10th, and Angie Kimberly, 11th, as our Flow Racing viewers get a slow-motion replay view of Scott Mitchell just edging out Kelly Shawless. Couldn't have been by more than 18 inches tops. Great job by our Flow Racing camera crew as Scott Mitchell pulls into victory lane. And now down to victory lane, Stoney's victory lane with Howie and our race winner, Scott Mitchell. Race fans, let's give a round of applause. It's a career first street stock win for the father of 11, Scott Mitchell. Scott, congratulations, man. What a way to get a career first street stock win. I tell you what, um, uh, Mark Cole's been helping us with the setup, and uh, this car we always had problems with, but tonight it was dead on. And I'll tell you what, we had that late race caution. Do you think you could have caught Chalice and got around him with two laps ago? No, I couldn't have caught him because uh, we was racing each other through the corners, but I couldn't have passed him. I could catch him, but I couldn't pass him. Now, you are a former track champion here from 1993. Did you think it would take you till 2023 to get the first ever street stock win? Uh, we played around with this car. This is only my probably second year in a street stock, maybe full year. Uh, but uh, we uh, played with this car, and it was a 73 Chevelle. When I saw the car, I bought it, and I had to build it into a street stock. And uh, I would like to thank my boss, Ron's Collision Center. Uh, he helped me the whole way through it and got me where I'm at now. Let's go ahead and thank the rest of the marketing partners and his pit crew that got you to victory lane. 
Okay, we got Brady here, uh, my son Braxton, Matt Delano, Kelly Shaw is standing up here. Thanks, Kelly. Uh, and uh, Spencer Zalstra. And uh, like I said, I would like to thank uh, Rocket Rick Racing's Engines. He uh, tunes this car. Uh, children's Aid Home, they're on the hood because I'm obviously a, have a several children from there. <laughs> and uh, who else do we got? Oh, Morocco Welding, thank him. And uh, On Time Bodies and Graphics and uh, North Star Equipment. Race fans, get on your feet. Let's give a round of applause here in Victory Lane, a career first for Mr. Scott Mitchell. So it is put up or shut up time. Mozzie and Burkholder out of turn two down the back stretch. Battling for second place with Nemec out in front by about three or four car lengths. White flag in the air. McNeeman goes down. He's losing a significant amount. Kenny's coming. Darren, he's looking on the outside. And doesn't look like anything's going to happen right now. Not Nick. enough track left, Nate. The Mission Critical Solutions last lap of the race, and Nick Nemec going to take this Integrity Coatings Chargers feature. Followed by Ken Burkholder, Darren Mozzie in third, Carly Audi will finish fourth, Bob Mosteller fifth, Justin Frampton sixth. Steven Singo will finish seventh, Cash Shawless in the 16 will finish eighth, Mark Gustafson in that uh, number 88 will finish ninth, Jack Schaefer is 10th, and uh, that is it for that 10 car field. So Nick Nemec coming down to victory lane. And in just moments, we'll send it down to Howie for that victory lane interview. As Nemec getting congratulations. And now as our winner, Nick Nemec climbs out of that number 19 charger down to Howie we go for the victory lane interview. Race fan, first win of the year. Let's give a round of applause. Somerset Reynolds, Begs Printing, car number 19, Nick Nemus here in Victory Lane. And Nick, congratulations. Man, it took you to almost mid-July to get that first win of 2023, but second career win overall. How's it feel to get that black cloud off you? Oh, it feels great. This year, it just seemed like, like you said, a black cloud. Just one thing after another, and uh, it feels really great to finally get here. And they say good things come to those who wait. And like I said, we're now getting towards the end of July. And here you are for the first win of the year. Seems to be a trend tonight. But, man, what a night you had. You won the heat race earlier tonight. You won here. I don't know how you did in the 50-50, but hopefully you won that. If not, you might want to stop and get some lottery tickets on the way home. But let's go ahead right now. Thank all the marketing partners and the pit crew that put this number 19 in victory lane. Well, um, I'd like to thank Somerset Reynolds, uh, Stone Fence Farm, Beggs Screen Printing, Stanley Steamer, um, Somerset Milling, I don't know if I said that yet or not, Bombarger Repair, and uh, Integrity Coatings, Slate Screen Printing, and there's a lot of people that um, ain't on this car that uh, should be. Um, also, pretty much everybody standing right behind me, mostly uh, I'd like to thank my dad the most um, and just everybody else that helps me on a weekly basis. 
Um, and I'd also like to thank everybody that comes out. If it wasn't for you guys, we couldn't race. Race fans, get on your feet. Let's give a round of applause for his first win of the year, Nick Nemus. And here we go. Green, white, checkered, two lap shootout. As Kelly Shawless watches Scott Mitchell take the lead on the outside. Bickerstaff right on the bumper of Shawless, who refuses to give up that inside. One lap to go, and your new race leader, Scott Mitchell, followed by Kelly Shawless and Brent Bickerstaff. It's going to be a drag race to the checkered. Out of turn two, down the back stretch. Mitchell up high, Bickerstaff pushing him. The 16 of Shawless down low, out of turn four. Right now, it is a coin flip. Who's going to get it? Too close for me to call. Unofficially, Scott Mitchell, your race winner. Kelly Shawless will finish second. Brent Bickerstaff, third. Dale Kimberly will finish in fourth position. Cindy Shawless in fifth. Harold Myers will be in sixth. Michael Saylor finishes seven. Rick Melab Jr. Able to get that car back into the race with not a whole lot of metal on the front. Will finish eighth. Mel Wilt, ninth. Steve Long, tenth. And Angie Kimberly, eleventh. As our Flow Racing viewers get a slow motion replay view of Scott Mitchell just edging out Kelly Shawless. Couldn't have been by more than 18 inches tops. Great job by our Flow Racing camera crew. As Scott Mitchell pulls into victory lane. And now down to victory lane. Stoney's victory lane with Howie and our race winner, Scott Mitchell. Race fans, let's give a round of applause. It's a career first street stock win for the father of 11, Scott Mitchell. Scott, congratulations, man. What a way to get a career first street stock win. I tell you what, um, uh, Mark Cole's been helping us with the setup, and uh, this car we always had problems with, but tonight it was dead on. And I'll tell you what, we had that late race caution. Do you think you could have caught Chalice and got around him with two laps to go? No, I couldn't have caught him because uh, we was racing each other through the corners, but I couldn't have passed him. I could catch him, but I couldn't pass him. Now, you are a former track champion here from 1993. Did you think it would take you till 2023 to get the first ever street stock win? Uh, we played around with this car. This is only my probably second year in a street stock, maybe full year. Uh, but uh, we uh, played with this car, and it was a 73 Chevelle. When I saw the car, I bought it, and I had to build it into a street stock. And uh, I would like to thank my boss, Ron's Collision Center. Uh, he helped me the whole way through it and got me where I'm at now. Let's go ahead and thank the rest of the marketing partners and his pit crew that got you to victory lane. Okay, we got Brady here, uh, my son Braxton, Matt Delano, Kelly Shawless is standing up here. Thanks, Kelly. Uh, and uh, Spencer Zalstra. And uh, like I said, I would like to thank uh, Rocket Rick Racing Engines. He uh, tunes this car. Uh, children's Aid Home, they're on the hood because I'm obviously a, have a several children from there. <laughs> and... Uh, 
Who else do we got? Oh, Morocco welding, thank him. And uh, on-time bodies and graphics and uh, North Star equipment. Race fans, get on your feet. Let's give a round of applause here in Victory Lane, a career first for Mr. Scott Mitchell. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Tyler Harris. How about it, ladies and gentlemen? A big win for Steven Sheltman in car number 17. And we'll talk to Steven Sheltman. I'll come on this side. I'll talk to you over here. We'll switch things up a little bit. Five times you've been here to Victory Lane, but this one is definitely the biggest of the season. Round number one of the Stephen W. Johnson Memorial Triple Crown here. $750 to win. You put it here in Victory Lane. You pick up some extra money. And now the challenge is on, sir, because you have a double-up bonus that you might want to try to claim. Or if you can complete the trifecta, you gain a $500 bonus. But the target's on your back now. Yeah, if I hit the triple trifecta, I'd probably just retire and be a crew guy. Um before, before I go anywhere, I just I want to congratulate the Miley's on selling the track to Blair and his family and his group. Uh, it's great to see new people come in and put in the effort that they already have already. Uh, thanks for the air filter. Uh, I haven't officially met you guys yet, but uh, I'm sure I'll see you at some point. Uh, I, I got to thank my dad, uh, AJ, and Ben and Vince. Uh, after the heat race, I smoked my – I won, but car just wasn't right, and I was defeated and disgusted because I knew – if I was running the car the way it was, it wouldn't have lasted 20 laps. And I took all their advice and kind of pick and choose what I thought with my driving style. And uh, if it wasn't for those guys and AJ telling me to be a bottom feeder when uh, I live or die on the high side, it was hard for me to do. But never done it before, and it worked. So I just got to thank him. Uh, for uh, Bob Benson, Stan's Transmissions, uh, they got me fixed up real quick. Uh, this past week, him and Adam Kostelnik took care of me. I uh, really appreciate that. So uh, thank you, uh, Bob and Adam. Uh, Keystone Coach Works, Braun Ability, uh, Cheplik Packing, uh, Maisel's Auto Body, Keith and Brian, uh, AJ Poljack, Engines by Poljack, uh, Bob and Jane Hamitsky, my grandparents. Uh, my mom and sister are watching down in Florida. So I uh, hope this was a good one for them. Uh, Walt Gregg, Wedgeco Welding, uh, Keith Hurley, Hurley Builders, uh, South Park used cars. Uh, I'm waiting till the end. Uh, I always save the best for last. Uh, I think that's it. But last but not least is uh, Gage uh, Nugent, Nugent Contracting. Yeah, Nugent Contracting coming on board to help with this Triple Crown Series. Round number one here tonight as well as John Mill Go John Gill Motorsports. So we thank them for that. But when you see a big field of 20 cars coming on and you know that they're hungry and they want it, uh, what's it like for a competitor whenever you think of that? And you see that all these hobby socks are coming. Uh, it, gets, it gets a little bit more uh, anticipated, if you will. Uh, yeah, it definitely does. I mean, I've been doing this for a long time. I've been bracing since I was 13. And uh, every time I go out there, I... I'm sure everyone in the pits sees it. I, I start coughing real bad. I get a nervous cough and uh, almost to the point where I pass out. I just It's one of them things. And uh, if, if you're in this racing deal and you're not nervous before you go out, you probably shouldn't go out because uh, that's just the way it is for me at least. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it one more time. Let's see if he can't complete the trifecta here in a few weeks. Give it up for Steven Sheltman. A race like that deserves some applause. How about it for tonight's feature winner in the Rourke Automotive Rush Dirt Late Models? Let's hear it for Brandon Burgoon. <laughs> That's his son. 
Oh, the oh my gosh! <laughs> I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I needed a shower. Well, he wants to ask his question first. This is becoming a little bit of a routine here. Brandon's son wants to be an announcer someday. So, yes, you can ask your father the first question in tonight's interview. Okay. How did you win, Dad? <laughs> yes, how did you win, Dad? Uh, the car was pretty good all night. I know that last caution with Petrella, I was worried there. I mean, he was giving me a run for my money. I wasn't expecting it. I would say I didn't know how big a lead we had before that. But, yeah, I was definitely up in a seat hustling that thing to get, get moving again. Yeah, that's the crazy thing. A 5.1-second advantage has just been diminished in the blink of a caution. And that's something that you, you don't know what's going on behind you. You don't know how close they are, especially whenever you're going through lap traffic like that. But when that caution comes out and you see someone like Petrell and you know those guys coming from the back, moving to the front or coming, you got to be playing some mind games behind helmet. Oh, yeah, I would say that that's like the worst feeling when you're leading and you see that caution when you've been going green for so long and... I'll say I, I had no idea how close anybody was. I was just trying to get through that lap traffic as quick as possible. I know these these cars are so weird and dirty air, and some of the lap cars were kicking up crumbs on the bottom of the track, so I was trying to use the middle to go by them, and I, I didn't feel too good going through there. So, yeah, then I seen that caution. I was like, oh, no. I would say that's the most nerve-wracking part. With a stout field of cars on hand, 220, Rourke Automotive Rush Dirt Late Models here to compete tonight. you got to love that as a competitor, though. You hate to see the challenge, but you love to see the challenge because when you do win, you want to beat the best. Oh, yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, you, you want to win against good cars, but at the same time, you hate seeing them show up, too. But it makes it all that better when, you know, you're, you're good and can beat them. Ken Chernick, Bob Benson, crew have put together a hot rod for you. This thing is on a rail with three feature wins this year. You've got to be happy about where you're sitting for the George Steel City Classic coming up in two weeks' time. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'll say if we can just keep this momentum running, I'll say Ken, Bob, Kayla, Kirsten, they all give me a good car every week. And like I say we just need to keep the momentum rolling. Sponsors and other people you want to thank for getting you here to Victory Lane tonight. I got to thank Bob Benz, Ken Chernick, and Kayla. Kirsten, uh, Brian Doherty, Franklin Rear End, Snap Auto Parts, Stands Transmission, Close Racing Supply. Uh, without them, I wouldn't be here. And, of course, your son, who is very happy, and he's going to celebrate tonight. One more time, ladies and gentlemen, for tonight's Rourke Automotive Rushter Late Model Feature Event. Give it up for Brandon Mergoon. <laughs> Goodness gracious. You think you never won before, but you have had a long, drawn-out battle, a very, very uh, interesting way to overcome things. Uh, your first, your last feature win came back in September. You've totally... Uh, and nonetheless, you overcome everything, and you park it here in Victory Lane. I'm so happy for you. Abby, congratulations. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. It's been a rough far but I'm glad this is my first feature finish of the year but also my first win of the year so I'm very excited well I would say so so I kind of described it but I can't describe it as well as you so tell me about the trials the tribulation that has gotten you here to this point um well first time out I we got the car here one piece and then it wouldn't start and I couldn't get on the track second time out we got it fixed but then I hit the wall while I was shoved into the wall and I rolled a couple times totaled that car and now uh, got it here last week and I didn't even finish that because of a belt breaking and then so I'm just happy to be back here it's great
Well, your first finish, and you get it here in victory lane. Uh, you had Kirsten Chernick ahead of you there for a little bit, and uh, misfortune off sometimes leads to opportunity, and you were able to seize on that opportunity. Obviously, you want to beat them when you have the opportunity to, but a win's a win, and you'll take it any way you can get it. Yeah, I felt, I felt bad for her, but I'm glad I was able to pull it off. I would say so. You've got a plethora of people with you here in victory lane, so I'm sure you got some people to thank. First and foremost, my dad and my parents and my Uncle T, I couldn't have done it without them. My brothers for being down there all the time with them and cousins, everybody who's pitched in, all my sponsors and the McGill's sponsors, A&F Engineering, Rowan Works, Greater Pit Tree Service. Oh my gosh. Team Nuts, High Energy, Rowan Works, um, K Boring. Thank you, Maddox. I'm sorry. I would not forget you. Williams and Martin. Oh my gosh, there's so many people who helped make this possible, and I'm so, so happy to be back here. Absolutely. One more time, ladies and gentlemen, let's hear for Abby Gindelsberger, a feature winner once again. If tomorrow all the things were gone, Work for all my life And I had to start again With just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away And I'm proud to be an American Minnesota to the hills of Tennessee across the plains of Texas from sea to shining sea from Detroit down to Houston and New York to LA where there's pride in every American heart and it's time we stand and say
Tri-State's number one motorsports talk show. Today's program was brought to you in part by our marketing partners. Recognized by the Eastern Motorsports Press Association as one of the top racing shows in the Eastern United States. Have a great week, and be sure to tune in for another installment of Rappin' on Racing. Stand on it. Come on, y'all, stand.